This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 569 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by Eco Gold, makers of technologically advanced problem-solving saddle pads and protective boots for your horse. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from the Horse.com's Weekly Horse Health Report on Horses in the Morning, Episode 268. It's all about heart attacks, or what we think are heart attacks, in horses. But first, a word from today's sponsor, Eco Gold. Eco Gold uses the latest developments in textile technology, plus smart design, to make the most advanced saddle pads and protective boots available because Eco Gold doesn't have a one-type-fits-all mentality. Their textile engineering team looks at different issues affecting sport horses' comfort and performance and comes up with the best materials and design for each saddle pad and boot. Improve your horse's comfort with Eco Gold. Ask for Eco Gold saddle pads and protective boots by name at your local tax supplier or visit them online at ecogold.ca. Now, enjoy today's tip. All right. Well, we wanted to talk about this topic. Um, obviously, Hickstead brings this out, but it's something that kind of comes up a lot whenever you have a high-profile horse that passes away suddenly in competition. And it doesn't really happen relative to you know the number of horses that are competing, the number of events that are going on all over the place. It's not necessarily common. I don't think I would call it that at all, but it's often a little bit misunderstood. And that's usually the, the words that are said most often are heart attack, or it must have been a heart attack. And one thing we wanted to wanted people to understand, just because it comes up and we have some vets that uh, we work with that have a pretty powerful pet peeve about this, is that horses just don't get heart attacks in the same way that people do. Um, so it's, it, you, we can call it a heart attack. It may not actually be a heart attack. And maybe that's splitting hairs, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of important to understand what's going on there. Um, and, Erin, can you tell us a little bit about um, – And first of all, too, I want to make clear that we, we still don't know exactly what caused Hickstead's death. They're still waiting on that report. So this is just sort of a chat in general. It's not about him. He just prompted us to discuss it. So, Aaron, can you tell us a little bit about um, why horses don't get heart attacks? What's the difference between a heart attack and a, and a person and what normally happens with sudden death in an athletic horse? Absolutely. And heart attacks in humans, the primary problem, as everybody knows, is the arteries that feed, the, the blood vessels that feed the heart um, get clogged and they cause muscle damage and then the heart has um, either issues with the way it's pumping or that part of the heart dies off and it stops beating um, or stops beating in a, an appropriate fashion. So it's actually the vessel of the heart. That's why people are undergoing uh, heart um, bypass surgeries, uh, stents, things like that that uh, keep them alive a lot longer than we've ever had a chance to stay alive. In a, heart, in a horse's heart, as they say, heart attacks, most of these horses that are necropsied or autopsied after an incident like this will find a cardiovascular issue, but it's not actually the heart. It's one of the blood vessels that has either got thinned in its lining or has had too much exertion of pressure being pumped because the horse does pump hellacious pressure under riding extremes or any kind of exercise extremes that the wall itself can give way. So it's an actual aneurysm 
is what it is in the horse, rather than the vessels feeding the heart and the heart stops. So uh, it's very traumatic to see, as everybody knows, those who have been on YouTube and looking at the uh, pictures and those who have ever experienced it firsthand. It does look similar to a heart attack, but um, it's more of an aneurysm blowout of the uh, major vessels or a vessel. Okay, so does that mean that that wall of that vessel has always been that thin, you know, had a weak spot, or is that something that can develop over time, or do, do we not know? We do not know. That would be a lovely thing for us to know. I'll tell you one thing. Cardiac disease in horses, cardiovascular disease in horses, is a rarity. It's on the lower end. Granted, with a lot more of the equipment we have nowadays, we're able to detect or see things that we couldn't detect years ago when we all we used was the stethoscope to listen to the heart and say, oh, you got a problem with the heart. Now we're doing EKGs. Now we're doing ultrasounds. And um, we can give us a little bit more information about the horse's heart. But it's not um, on a regular basis, uh, first off. Secondly, um, the heart murmurs that we hear a lot of times don't have a lot of changes in ultrasound initially. It's not until later. And, again, that heart itself doesn't have the potential to cause the main problem. It's more the vessels beyond the heart that does the main problem. So we can't monitor those vessels and say, oh, this one's thinning, you better stop riding. You know, it happens, and it happens to few horses, and it happens rare in a rarity and you know, fewer times, just as Christy had explained at the beginning. It's not a common problem as much as horses are used for show jumping, eventing, racing, endurance riding, western reining, all that stuff. Yeah, and you know, yeah, so and they don't have cholesterol buildup. I never knew that. I never had to get my horse a cholesterol test, so I assume that they don't get cholesterol buildup like we do, like like I do. <laughs> well, they do have, they have some fatty deposits that occur, occur around the vessels, <laughs> and that's that's one thing that we'll see. You know, that's another part of the cardiovascular diseases. They'll get what they call strangulating lipomas, where there's a lot of fat deposits around the car, the vessels that feed the intestinal walls, and those tend to strangulate. And when you do necropsy on those horses that you've euthanized or have passed away from colic, the whole intestine is almost black or very gray in color because it was losing its perfusion of blood, and so it was slowly dying. It was basically being, you know, strangled to death by this squeezing lipoma. Um, so you could say maybe that wall was getting thinned because it had a lot of pressure on it. So we don't know why one over the other has this blowout in the um, vessel area. And they happen at all different ages. The two that I've been experienced with, one was a teenager around the same age, 15, and the other one was 26. Wow. And one thing I wanted huh. to be clear about, too, as far as you know, being able to find any sort of weakening in the wall of a blood vessel before the, but the, before the horse actually dies, can we, can we, we, can't even, we can't do that in horses. We can't even do that in people. Can we, Erin? Do you really have something particular you're looking for? Yeah, the weakening of the wall, no, they can't. It's built up with the cholesterol is all that they're looking for. They're looking for narrowing, so they do Dopplers and they do uh, cardiac catheterizations where they're sending dye, uh, angiograms sending dye through your blood vessels. And so they can see the thickness diameter-wise, but they can't see what the, the actual wall feels like. See aneurysms in humans because the wall does weaken and it balloons out, so you get aortic abdominal aneurysms in humans. They'll see those type things, and they'll keep monitoring those, type, those patients. But for horses, that would be um, quite a costly exam as well as uh, probably not a a great idea because they have to stay quiet after those exams, um, especially cardiac catheterization. The, the patient has, the human patient has to lay flat 
can't bend at the waist area because it's sent up through the femoral artery in the groin area. Uh, they need to let it clot in because that's the main artery coming off of the aorta. Um, there's a lot of dye that's shot in that has to be excreted through the kidneys, so they're monitoring that. that, that if you think about all those factors and try to do that on the volume of a horse, it, it, it would be impossible to get that done, as well as being able to look through the chest and, and see the, the visual of the heart like they do with humans. So. Right, and <clears throat> I think part of the point that I wanted to make as well is that when, you know, if ever you have something like this, people want to know that there's something that we can do to keep it happening in the future. And it, it's not like there's a whole body scan that could say, oh, there's a blood vessel there that's getting ready to blow out. I mean, there's Absolutely. just nothing that you can do like that. And I think in, in some cases in some cases like this, you know, people involved with the horse may feel guilty that they should have seen some sort of sign that this was coming. Maybe they should have competed the horse. And that's just really not the case There's with, with something really sudden and, and severe like this. It's not something that you should feel guilty about that you should have found because there's no way you could have known. Yeah, okay. and, and honestly, the two that I, was, that I was familiar with, one was on course, and the horse was acting irritable. So the professional rider asked to be um, retired, asked to retire from the course. And they retired, and then they asked, well, could I finish the course just for schooling purposes? And we allowed them to finish for schooling purposes. But this horse has consistently done this with this rider for years. It just gets in a pissy attitude and, and, and has problems with going down the course as an attitude problem. And that's what he strictly thought it was for the years, the many years he owned this horse. So he thought it was just one of those attitude days. Maybe it was an attitude date. Maybe it was prior knowledge of saying, hey, I'm having some cardiac problems here. We, we don't know. Um, I can't imagine that the, the thinning is causing irritation to the horse until it actually bursts. So just like abdominal aneurysms that people have, they really don't know they have a problem starting when the walls are thinning and getting ballooned out until, they're, until it's of significant size, and then they're having some problems. So I think the horses don't really have a feeling early on, and that's I'm just – putting a thought out here, they, early on they don't know they're having this thin wall station going on. It's just part of their day-to-day -day life. The other horse um, was an older stallion we were collecting. We collected them numerous times. We were in the middle of breeding season or towards the end of breeding season. And we're going to collect them, and he had a uh, aneurysm and died there. We had already collected them the week before. There's nothing that showed us that he was going to have any kind of issue prior to that. So you just never know. For sure, and if you, if, there are some signs if your horse may have some heart problems that are not quite as severe that may lead you to, to pull him from competition, or at least at that level. And Erin, you've got a story of a horse that in, kind of more in that group as well, don't you? Well, yeah, there's actually, well, there's two, two stories in that. Um, one I had just at home um, was a horse that was on our wellness program, which I am a big advocate of wellness programs because it's a twice a year, especially here in Florida, vaccination protocol as well as an exam. Now, people aren't used to doing exams when they get their horses vaccinated. They're livestock. You just vaccinate them and move on. But a lot of the horses in our practice have become pets, and they want an exam like you do when you go to the dog and cat vet. So we have a wellness program set up, and a lot of veterinarians do, where we'll examine the horse, see if there's anything we need to address, on-coving heaves, dermatological problems, eye incidences, whatever it is, we always try to address it at the time we see the horse. Well, this horse had a long-standing heart murmur, very low grade, and there's six grades of heart murmurs, and this is like a grade one or two, so very low grade heart murmur. Six months later when we vaccinated this horse, it went up to a grade five, very irregular. And 
her daughter is riding the horse. And I said, your daughter's not going to ride this horse until you get this evaluated further. Something is significantly wrong with this horse. And she was doing, you know, amateur jumping with this horse. So they took it up to the university and had an echo done, EKG done, and they determined the horse needed to retire. It was, it was done with its athletic life because it could have an issue going over a jump with her daughter on top, and next thing you know, the daughter's underneath a horse. You've got some significant problems. You yeah. Know, with the, with the with the human being riding, the other one is um, a horse that went into uh, an event, and they do, as they said, I think on the news, uh, one of the news uh, articles of regarding the show jumping at this level is there's pre exams by veterinarians. They call them in barn inspections as they come into the barn, meaning are they healthy enough to be at that barn at FEI level? And this horse had um, atrial fib. And the owner didn't know it. And horses will stand there in AFib, and you'll never know. And uh, so she pulled the horse from the event. And Erin, could you tell us what AFib? Could you tell us what AFib is, real? Yeah, no, basically the atrium is not pumping, or actually not filling and releasing its volume <laughs> of blood like it's supposed to into the ventricle, and so it fibrillates. It it wiggles. It 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 doesn't quite do its you know expansion and contraction like it's supposed to do, and so it has a very irregular, irregular heartbeat. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. It's, it sounds like a marching band way out of tune. And those horses can be uh, turned around with medication when they're in AFib, and then they carry on a happy, normal life. And then now, is Erin, is, is that kind of the same thing, and maybe it's not at all, as a heart murmur? No, a, no it is a heart murmur, but it's not. It's a heart ab- arrhythmia. So when you're listening to the heart, you have the lub-dub, or it's a gallop sound um, to the heartbeat in a horse. It's somehow, some of them have a full force sound beat to their heart. This one is so irregular, you can't put a pattern to it. You can't say every third beat it drops, it has a swoosh after the first beat, nothing. It, it sounds like nothing you've ever heard in your entire life. And um, those horses, it's not an emergency to, to correct them. You just need to get it done soon. But it's not one where you're like, oh, my gosh, you've got to get to a hospital in, in the next five minutes or this horse is going to die. AFibs can be reversed or put back into their normal rhythm with medications. And I believe uh, there are a couple internal medicine people out that are doing it by electricity. They're doing some electro AFib um, reversals. So those Where? horses are... <laughs> those horses are um, Back at, back into training in a matter of a few months later. Cool. <laughs> Good deal. <laughs> so we have, um, obviously, we have a number of resources, uh, information, uh, more information on heart problems or sudden death and whatnot in horses, and I'm posting them on the Facebook page right now. <clears throat> and all right, so I have a question, Dr. Jones. Do they have great big, do you have great big paddles? Do you do, do, you do clear? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, no. I was just picturing them the size of symbols, you know? <laughs> Those would be very large paddles. You're, you are correct. <laughs> Could you imagine doing a Clydesdale? <laughs> Clear! <laughs> I'd have an assistant on one side holding one paddle. I'd hold the other one. We'd say clear, and it'd yeah. probably shoot us back against the fence. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to do that. <laughs> or you could do like that. Uh, you'd be like that new commercial on. Um, I think it's an insurance commercial where the. Uh, um, this guy's in the hospital and the, he's asleep and the doctors are talking over his bed or whatever and the one guy starts playing with the paddles because there's a fly flying around the room. Have you seen this one? No. No. Okay. <laughs> so 
you know, and this guy's a wife and daughter coming up to see him. He keeps cutting between the two. You know, they're in the elevator. They're coming out. The doctors are talking about this guy. Pulls out the paddles. He turns on the paddles, and he turns them on. He's trying to zap the fly that's flying around his head. Well, he finally gets the fly on the paddle, and it falls down on the bed on the guy who's still sleeping. And, his, and right as the mother and daughter walk in, they say, oh, yep, that killed him. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of those oh, you know, don't I, make assumptions, we won't kind of things, but it's, yeah. it's not a funny yeah. topic, but we had to lighten it up a little bit here at the end. It's, uh, you know, uh, there is a news conference at 11.15 today, and actually in LaVaz's lawyer's office, and they're going to be talking a little bit more about this. I don't know if they have the results in from the, from the uh, necropsy or not, but... There is a press conference scheduled for 11.15 Eastern Time, so we should know more today about what's going on. Very good. And, yeah, I know this could, be, could have been a really, a really downer, a big downer of a topic, but we, just, we, we thought it would be a good time to talk about what, what generally is going on with these horses. And yeah, and again, hey, I reiterate, there's really nothing you can do to prevent um, these incidences to, that happen, and horses are a tremendous animal, and that's why I, as a you know, veterinarian, enjoy working on them and love working on them is they are so athletic, and so for all the athletic horses out there to have just a few of them have this happen, happen to them in an event shows how rare it is. So I don't think every person should be out there uh, worrying that every night you know, the horse is going to have an aneurysm and pass away, and the next morning they won't see them because it is a rare event that does occur, and there's really not much. As usual, fascinating and timely information from the horse, Christy, and Dr. Jones. To listen to more of the Horse.com's tips, just go to Horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. If you love listening to Glenn the Geek and Jamie putting in their two cents on horse health topics, tune in to Horses in the Morning on Wednesdays at 10 for a weekly fix of up-to-the-minute horse health information. You can also go to www.thehorse.com to find the motherload of horse health information on just about every topic imaginable. Don't forget, support the sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been Eco Gold. Ask for Eco Gold saddle pads and protective boots by name at your local tax supplier or visit them online at ecogold.ca. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like us to cover on the show. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 